Michelangelo once said, the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. Welcome to Life Talk with Jesse Meester. As an international actor, entrepreneur, and world traveler with millions of followers, Jesse seeks to speak and learn from the most insightful, successful people in the world, sharing love and life together. This is Life Talk, and this is your host, Jesse Meester. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Life Talk with Jesse and the beautiful Julia Rose. I'm um, I'm really excited that today uh, we have this special guest uh, who empowers women uh, and, and men and couples uh, into reclaiming their erotic, erotic nature, self-love, and wholeness. As you guys know, I've been very, very outspoken about um, no fab. I've been uh, outspoken about sexuality, women empowerment. And I now I'm so excited to have such a boss lady on the podcast that I want to introduce um, Julia. Welcome. Please give us a brief introduction where you are and a welcome to Life Talk. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm a, a sex, sacred sexuality and self-love coach, and I've been on this path for the past 10 years. And my passion is empowering women and men to claim back that erotic power and to love themselves. And that really fuels my fire. And yeah, I just love seeing people transform through sacred sexuality and loving themselves. So thank you so much for having me here and sharing this with the world. Yay. <laughs> so you mentioned sacred sexuality. Um, what, what, what do you mean when you talk about sacred sexuality? Because I, I know, but I want I wanted for the audience to, to have a better yes. understanding of that. Yes. I love that word sacred. It's, it's something that, it's conscious, right? So right now, sexuality, it can be unconscious and then it can be conscious. So with when we bring the sacredness is seeing sacred sexuality, seeing sacred energy, sexual energy as the path to the divine. When we activate ourselves energetically, when we have orgasms, we are able to transcend and connect to divine. So that is where the sacredness comes in. When you develop a sacred connection with your body, with your sex, it becomes elevated. I remember when I started in Tantra, um, I didn't really use, I, I thought sex was just something to do and get from people. And when I discovered Tantra, I noticed how my sacred sexuality just got elevated. And I was like, whoa, this is a whole another world where you can actually have spiritual awakenings through orgasmic energy. So yeah, for me, that's what's sacred. Your, your sex is sacred. It's a sacred temple. Your lingam, which is Sanskrit for penis, cock, it's sacred. Your yoni, which is vulva in Sanskrit, it's sacred. It's like seeing your body as a sacred temple. And this practices when you are with somebody or with yourself, you activate your sexual energy, you breathe it up to higher, your higher um, chakras, and you have like wisdom coming in 
through pleasure. <laughs> I mean, I how good can it get? <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it so much. So how long have you been uh, a sex coach? So I've been a sex coach for the past four years. I've been on this path um, about 10 years and I started in like just wanting to awaken my own pleasure. I noticed that my friends in college were feeling a lot of pleasure and having orgasms and I never had an orgasm and still very conditioning by religion um, about, you know, that it's bad, that you you should wait until marriage. And I just wanted to feel pleasure and that, you know, led me to wanting to see what what's out there. So I started traveling to India and Thailand and Bali, where sex is viewed with different eyes and something that is magical and beautiful and not suppressed. So yeah, that is. <laughs> I get really excited talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can tell, and and you know what I what I love is I get a very vibrant. Uh, pure energy from you which uh, which is the which is the reason why we are here now today speaking because i love to have very uh, real and uh, authentic people on the podcast that that people that are listening right now can um, connect with right with their story and uh, how pure they pure hearted they are because that's what we need and um, so so I'm, i'm so happy and grateful that you are here and sharing this story um, and, and for a lot of people, unfortunately, it's still very taboo talking about sex, porn, mm-hmm. toys, and uh, tantric experiences. Like you said, you, you didn't even orgasm for a very long time. That is very, very mm-hmm. sad. That breaks my heart. And there's people listening right yeah, now that, 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 yeah, <laughs> that, that haven't had orgasms before. So um, mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what would you say? to those people that are still struggling with that? I would say to go to the the first belief, like where did that came from? Like, for example, I used to feel very shameful when I even thought about masturbating because I was ingrained for so long that I was going to go to hell. So I would suggest for people to go into the root where was the like the what were the messages that you got from society from family from religion about sacred sexuality or sexuality or sex and there like releasing all of these beliefs and start discovering your own path so i would i always tell my clients let's start a self love practice a self pleasure practice where you get to discover your body, you get to discover your sex, how it feels, and without performing, without the pressure, you have to have an orgasm. It's more like an innocent kind of playful of like, oh, oh, that's there. Um, I, you know, and look, look at your sex. A lot of uh, people don't look at their yonis or their cock or their pussy. You know, their shame. They have, they have sex with um, you know, the lights off. So I would definitely go into the core of your belief. Like where did you get these beliefs from? And then release that to the side and start a self-pleasure practice. And there you cultivate that sacred relationship with yourself. 
because when we do that, then it's like we set the tone for other lovers, right? Like if I discover how my body likes to be touched and what I like and I don't like, then I can share that with lovers instead of just taking whatever comes to me without explanation or, you know, or just like not even expressing this uh, boundaries. So like owning that and empowering yourself to, to say, hey, I, I love to do this. I love to use toys or, hey, I would love to try this and bringing it to the light. I feel like sex is something that a lot of us are doing and nobody talks about. It's like the big elephant in the room that everybody sees, but nobody talks about it because it's dirty, it's shameful or multiple things. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a self-practice, self-pleasure practice will give you the, the base to discover where your blockages are. When yes. people um, come to you, right? Um, what, what kind of people are that? They're like, hey, Julia, I have a issue with this or, or like what kind of people are, I'm trying to understand uh, what kind of people reach out to you and then uh, what do you do with them to, to, to help them? Yes. So men come to me a lot because they want to be, they've like, they're tired of porn. They've done the journey of it. And they're like, I want more. I want to have more pleasure. I'm tired of this performance anxiety. You know, a lot of men, struggle with performance because they look at porn they're like I have to look like that my my penis has to be that big and they actually freeze in the moment of intimacy so a lot of men come to me for premature ejaculation so they get too excited and you know they they want to last longer they want to provide more pleasure also they want to learn how to pleasure a woman so I teach them through tantric massage tantric coaching how to open up the body of the woman, right? How to understand how to, the, the women work. Women work with like their ears. Like when you start activating their mind, they take a long time to get turned on. It's like water, right? It takes a, a while to boil, but when it boils, it takes a while to turn cold. And men is like a lighter. You turn it on, they're, they're on, full on, and then it's off. It's like completely gone. So it's understanding, <laughs> understanding. We're still like hot and like the water's still hot. And we're like, what, what happened? <laughs> so understanding True. how to turn a woman on. I remember I had a, a tantric massage by a lover that he said, I would love to just massage you. And I don't want anything in return. I just want to serve you. And he gave me a erotic massage of three hours wow and i it just blew my mind of like holy shit like after that he's like i can you do whatever you want to me and that's what i teach my the client with my men like my men clients it's like when you learn how to open up a woman's body then you feel confident that she is a yes you know she that her legs are opening by themselves so with women, women come to me a lot because they want to be in their power. They've gone through sexual abuse. They have numbness inside their yoni and they, they want to feel juicy. They want to have multiple orgasms. They want to have G-spots orgasms. They don't want to feel shame. So a lot of sexual shame for both genders, like 
this sexual shame of their bodies, you know, they hate their bodies. So a lot of self-love, they want to love themselves, they want to love their bodies, and they, they want to like be sexually empowered. So I offer different coaching through virtual coaching, per in-person retreats, and tantric massages. For women, I, I noticed that like, even for me, like when I started this path, like I had super numbness in my yoni and I didn't know, right? Like I'm having sex since I was 15. And I think that that's, that's pleasure. Mm -hmm. And when I really started digging and getting yoni massages, like which is internal work with like shamanic healing and inner child healing, a lot of women have been entered prematurely. So a lot of trauma is there. So all the walls are covered in numbness. So we work on that to release whatever's there to get the walls flowing with blood and juiciness and pleasure. Mm. A lot of women also check out of their bodies, right? Like they can be there and closing their eyes and the sex is happening, but their, their soul left, right? So I also create awareness with women and men, right? Notice the signs when your partner is not present. And for the woman, notice when you're like checking out and being in the in the present body. I feel like a lot of sex now it's in the head. We have like porn, which is all mental and nobody's bringing this into the body. So discovering what the body, you know, really gets activated by the skin, you know, like really activating the skin and doesn't even have to be sexual. I remember I had another tantric lovers have a lot of tantric lovers <laughs> and he literally activated me for three hours and he never touched he never kissed me he never touched any of my sex or my nipples he literally just touched my arm for three hours and I was having energetic orgasms just off of touching my fingertips wow. and that's the potential that we have as humans mm -hmm. is to move from like animalistic sex which is great like I love to be pounded as well but also like there's a time to move the energy up open up the heart and you know you can have orgasms in your third eye in your heart and like just shaking like yeah <laughs> you know like the potential that there is with when you love your body and when you activate this sacredness in your intimacy it's beyond awakening it really raises people consciousness and it makes you happier you know just like if you're feeling sad self-practice self-pleasure like really move that energy yeah wow <laughs> i can keep going wow, wow. No, this is so incredible what you just dropped and i think so many people listening um, are going to resonate or, or really be like, wow, you know, like there's people out there that have never even reached that point or haven't really discovered, um, you know, areas of their sexuality yet because of past trauma or because they have been with dysfunctional partners, male or female, that never acknowledged them, that never acknowledged their sexuality and their needs. And a, a lot of men are guilty of that too, right? They, they, they focus on, a, a, you, you just mentioned pounding and, uh, you know, getting it done and over with. And then it's pretty much it, right? There's a whole different spectrum with after sex as well, which we haven't even touched on. 
right? So, but, but, but getting back to what you said is like the decentification is also a big part. Numpness, as you mentioned. Um, in, my, in my belief and from my experience, a lot of it has had also to do with the use of, yes, porn, especially for men. Uh, they get desynthesized because they, they, it's gone continuously. They watch porn every day and they get saturated and saturated. And then the, when the real deal is there, they can't get it up. Um, yeah. Then another thing is with toys. Like in the beginning when I was like really sexually active in my early 20s, I used a whole lot of toys, right? With girls and this and that. And and I was like, wow, you know, it's 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 incredible. But then I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It, it desynthesizes the clit, the 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 sugar walls, as I like to call it. <laughs> and um <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I wanna hear I wanna hear your perspective on that because I went from very pro toy to being nah, no toys, just a few, like you know, whips and stuff, but but and like you know, to bind bind like blindfolds and that stuff. But um, yeah, I just want to hear your perspective on that. What What do you think? So yeah, so let's um, yeah. So porn. When I discovered porn, I also got hooked. Right? I was like, whoa! I didn't even leave my house for two weeks. Just like every day, I'm like, what is this? And I noticed that I couldn't come even if I I couldn't if I didn't watch porn. And I started, how come I can't have an orgasm without watching porn? And I started looking into that. I, was, I thought it was so interesting. Even if I wasn't watching porn, I had to think about it. And I'm like, wait, like, I'm not even in my body. Like, what's going on? So I learned that porn literally is a mental addiction and it has nothing to do with intimacy or sex. Yeah. So porn, it's entertainment and it lacks intimacy, right? All we're seeing is the actual action we're not seeing before or after. So yes, I, ha I have a lot of men that come to me because they have a strong porn addiction and they start hating their penis, right? They, they can't stop masturbating. They're like masturbating 10 times a day and they've built this hate relationship because their, their cock is controlling them. So I, I love to create awareness around this because it is only, it's the only source of education that's mainstream right now. It's worldwide, it's porn. And what it's doing, it's really creating a mental block and it's really, really damaging. And that's why I'm really passionate about this because I personally been touched because my nephew of that he's 16 came to me and he, he said, you know, Titi, I'm, I'm struggling with porn, I'm addicted and I'm looking at women differently. And it really touches me because I, I see that the, not just the teenagers, but I see it until like 60 years old. It's, it's a thing that blocks. So with that comes just awareness, like, yes, watch porn, but also know that it's entertainment and that when it's addiction, it's not pleasure anymore. You're literally coming from tension. 
you're not having an orgasm out of pleasure. You're wanting to jack off so you can go to sleep or you want, you know, you have so much tension at work or stress, like, let me like jerk off. And it's fine. But when you're doing that all the time and you really don't have any awareness of like deep intimacy, then your sex life is just very surface. And about toys, I also tried many toys. And what I found is that too much stimulation in the clitoris, it does go numb. I actually stopped using my toys because of that. I was like, I noticed that I was coming from small pressure to like just high pressure. And that was just so intense that, yeah, I just didn't feel much. So it was actually creating more numbness. And I also noticed that my hand, I wasn't using my hands. So I love combining toys with also hands, with human connection. So it's like the combination of all of them. Like I love putting a strap on, on. I love the vibrator. I love an anal plug. It's, it's all tools that enhance the, the intimacy, but I don't depend on them to mm. give me pleasure. I love getting, you know, the, the shower and like, you know, like pleasuring myself. Mm. I, that's like the best orgasm for me is coming from water. Mm. It's incredible, but I don't do that every day. You know, it's like, I, I give it a rest and I cultivate yeah. that, that um, touch. Like I wanted to cultivate my own hand touching my yawning because I noticed that it was easy for me to use toys and and not feel my own pussy so i i just think that you know a combination like let, let's use toys let's get blindfolded let's you know tie you up and you know dominate you like all of this is fun but when you have the base of like that sacred the sacredness in what you're doing <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, let me, let's just take a moment to process this. Um, <laughs> I, I hear you say a lot. And I, um, I, w- w- what's interesting to me is that um, you, say, you, ha- you talk about balance. You're, you're not saying like, oh, don't watch porn or don't use toys. Um, and, and this is also my perspective. As, as far as um, porn and toys... I just have come to the realization that when you have a sexual partner, whether that's, that's, you know, your spouse or uh, just uh, your fuck buddy, I I don't know what you're into, but you can discover paths through Tantra to Tantric experiences that are beyond the limitations of porn and toys. So when we talk about toys and and you know casual sex and porn we we talk in limiting beliefs in my opinion because when you discover the era of breathing and of tantric and i've just did a podcast a few days ago sorry a few weeks ago with um connor murphy he uh started doing uh premisati yoga it is incredible and through breathing you can already come and you know this so the thing with porn is that it, it it creates this belief, like you mentioned, oh, this is how it, how it is or how it should be. No, and, and, and imagine if you haven't watched porn at all. What a beautiful state to be in because you are just 
like an unwritten leaf and you, you are discovering sexuality in its purest form, right? Like, oh, this, and you can discover your body. And, and, and because when you watch porn, it's like, okay, this is how it is. And, and I need to be this big to, to matter and uh, hardcore and this and that. So I think that's very, very important that we make tantra and we make breathing and we make sexual experiences between partners um, louder, louder than porn. Um, yes. That, 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 that's just something that is, is very important to me because it has discovered for, you know, has been discovering a lot of new levels for me and, and people that I know. So I, I, I want to ask you like, how does the how, because you talk about tantric massages that a lot of men offer you mm-hmm. um how does tantra change the game for you so i discovered tantra at burning man and i was ready for you know i've always been very sexual you know i've just been like overly sexual even as a virgin just carrying this sexual mm. energy and i I've had to suppress it and I just couldn't leave my house to like just explore. And when I discovered Tantra and I just saw people eye gazing and like hugging for more than two seconds, I was like, this is so weird. Like what is going on here? And like people cuddling for a longer time. And I was like, what is this? And then I found my teacher that I'm actually now co-teaching with her. And in a 45 minute breath work, I was blown open. I was crying. I felt so much that I've never felt before. And I was like, okay, I need to follow this woman. And I, it's been 10 years and I'm still here with her. And I, I was like, okay, I want, I want to experience what real tantric sex is. And, and I'm like very on my lookout going to tantra festivals and sleeping with tantra teachers. And I was like noticing, I was like, well, this is not really that different than regular sex. And then one time I met this participant in this festival and he's like, you know, I really would love to share intimacy with you. And I'm like, sure, whatever that means. And he literally like worshiped me. He worshiped my body. He like licked my toes. I've never had that experience before. And I don't know if I can say asshole, but he even licked my asshole. I was like, holy shit. I was like, what is going on? And he never came. After three hours of just giving me pleasure, and like sometimes it was fast, then it was slow, then he would just look into my eyes. And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? When he left the next morning, I just cried because I did not know what happened to me. And I, I, I found that, holy shit, this is, this is what I want in my life. And Thank you to that man. I thank him every day because he showed me what the potential is like, and I will not <laughs> like receive anything else. He worshiped the divine in me. And that's what Tantra is. Tantra sees the divine in the up in the lover, the divinity, the, the beauty. Mm. Um, and, you know, may, being made love to without the energy of like, you know, I, I need to come or like, you know, I just felt like he was also enjoying his pleasure and there was not an agenda in his mind of like, oh, I, I'm going to come. 
And then I was weirded out. I thought, oh, maybe he didn't feel pleasure because he didn't have an ejaculation. And he was like, oh no, I'm, a, I'm tantric. Um, I haven't actually come in two years. And I was like, oh, what is that? And <laughs> it just blew my mind. And what I teach men is that when you're able to control your energy, when you're able to master that energy, you're not giving the power to women. Right. I noticed that with men, it's like I, I need I need her because I need to come. I, I, I want sex. I, you know, and what they're really looking for is that release. They're not really present in the moment or in the journey. They want to come. So I always, you know, inspire men to learn how to sublimate your sexual energy. Yes, if you want to come do it, but also experience what it would feel like for you to breathe that energy to your third eye and have multiple energetic orgasms, right? How you can separate an ejaculation from orgasm because orgasm happens first, then the semen comes. Yeah. So in Tantra, we, we teach you how to separate the two through breath work, through sublimating. And when you're able to master your energy, it's like, like, holy shit, like we can be making love for hours or even days, right? Because we're not dependent on achieving an orgasm. It's not the end goal. And for example, it takes off the pressure of like, oh, he didn't come or oh my God, like I, may, I didn't make her come. I've had so many lovers that they're like in the middle of intimacy and they're like, um, did you come yet? And I'm like, oh my God. You know, it just blocks it out. It's like oh, yes. sex is not about coming. It, mm -hmm. It's not about coming. It's about mm -hmm. being in the moment, you know, really like expanding your orgasmic, orgasmic pleasure that it can be as like a caress. Like mm -hmm. when you look deeply into someone's eyes, like a lot of people cannot handle that. Like they can't handle looking in people's eyes. Why? Because it's like you're being seen. Right. You're like you're going you have to face what that person is seeing in you. And that's true intimacy. You know, I love um, coaching couples by yam yam position when the Shiva stands and then the woman comes around and they mm. hold each other and they're looking at each other and you're connecting the chakras together. Yeah. Mm. And then you're like, OK, let's make love. And then it's just so beautiful. And it's the opposite of porn, right? Porn is, when I look at porn, it's demeaning, the, the woman is receiving it, you know, like taking it, like the cum in her face, which it's fine. Like I love to do that, but it, that's everything that you're seeing every video. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do we see actually men loving a woman's body? Do we see how like they worship her, you know, like it's beautiful to worship the man. Uh, the women love to be in, in service. And that's like Shakti, you know, there's Shiva that stands grounded and, and Shakti just wants to serve. But when the power gets abused, then mm -hmm. sh Shakti can't really move, which is the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. So just coming in, into union, because, you know, I, I've had with like men, they, they watch porn, but then they feel shame. And they feel shame that they're watching porn. They feel shame that they're going to a, a person to get an erotic massage, mm -hmm. but they still have the desire. So it's this self, like this love and hate relationship with sexuality. I love this so much um, because um, of, of time. I love what you said so much. I, I do want to get to 
at least two questions from the Patreon community. Yeah. Um, for people that are new to the podcast, um, I have a members only page and I announce my guests uh, and some other benefits. And one of them is announcing guests that are going to be on my podcast. And uh, so, you know, some people have sending in questions and I always pick one or two. Um, and this one is from Cindy. Uh, so uh, first of all, I want to appreciate you. Thank you for being part of the Patreon community. Um, and she asked, um, Jesse, I know you have been skeptical uh, about toys uh, that have has been different in the past. Uh, now with uh, such an amazing guest, um, would you be uh, interesting, interested in doing um, toy reviews with Julia in the future? Um, so, um, w w would you like to answer that first? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Toy me too. reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Toy reviews. Yes. So, um, uh, the, the fun, uh, thank you, Cindy, for, for asking that question. So, um, yes, I have been a little bit more skeptical about toys. Uh, I still get sent sometimes I get sent toys from companies that are like, Hey, can you do a shout out on stories on Instagram? You know, I, I you got a couple of million followers around social media platforms. Uh, we would love to send you this vibrator or this new thing uh, and then do a little review, but I, I can't really do it on my stories because I have a lot of like, you know, people that are not really waiting for that on my, on my social, but my YouTube channel is something where I'll probably post this too. Uh, something where we could be doing that. Definitely uh, open to that. Uh, to do like toy reviews or like auto reviews of, of like uh, sexual things or topics and uh, make this a recurring thing. So definitely interested in that. Um, and I uh, think it's 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 uh, it's fun. Yeah. Yes, I would totally love that. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, there's there's toys that are from crystal quartz mm -hmm. and actually those are my toys and when you have a crystal quartz that creates so much healing mm. so i i love the the crystal quartz with obsidian or rose quartz and you can play and also have a healing i i, I love toys like don't get me wrong but yes I, I the balance of knowing when to use them and having a good balance with them I love that. Yeah. yeah I, I, Anything I that can enhance. <laughs> yes. And, and, and like I said earlier, discover the tantric, discover your own inner divine, right? And that's what I love about you so much, Julia. Mm -hmm. you, you help women stand in their, their power and in their beauty and their, you know, being a true goddess. And by being that, you can truly go to places um, without a man or without anything. Really. So, um, a second question um, from Robin is uh, for you, um, Julia, as well. Let me see. Um, are you more submissive or more dominant in the bedroom? <laughs> you know, my word is balance. Mm -hmm. I love to dominate and I love to surrender. There's beauty in both. It's two different dynamics. I feel like when I surrender... There's just this beauty and not having to do anything and just do as I'm told. And when I'm in a dominant side, I, 
I thrill on having power and having mm -hmm. that over my partner and doing and taking from them, right? When you have consent, you're able to take and have pleasure in that. I feel like when you have consent and both parties are consensual, the playground is open. So yeah, I love to do both. I'm actually mm. a dominatrix as well. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I second that, guys. I second that so much. Um, yeah, we're, we're gonna, um, when we have more time and we do a second part, we're gonna do more in depth about this. Uh, because that's a whole nother topic that I can speak hours on. That is a whole um, other topic. <laughs> but um, uh, Julia, I, I really want to thank you so much for coming on. And, and, and let's say this is a little introduction for many more episodes and many more things like toy reviews and talking about your dominant side, your submissive side, and all these other things. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you for everybody listening. Thank you, thank you to the Patreon community, the members only for uh, your questions um so yeah this is the beginning of many more beautiful things thank you yay <laughs> thank you <laughs> um oh my have gosh, an amazing yes, yeah so have an amazing day i'm uh, i'm actually uh as some of you know on clubhouse i have a travel room every single week which is actually starting uh, now in five minutes um so we're gonna um you know, do this on TikTok, uh, YouTube, uh, social. So make sure uh, to follow Julia. Uh, I will put her Instagram. Um, I don't know it out of my head. You can say it, but I will also put it in the description uh, and give any feedback mm -hmm. on the episode on our socials. We would love to hear that. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I'm so appreciative of you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to Life Talk with Jesse Meester. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. And if you want to be the next guest, please apply by filling in the contact form on jessemeester.com or DM Meester Store on Instagram. Till next time, keep sharing love and life.